and welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. On day three, we put the Bible in color. I had the privilege of visiting the Holy Land and taking a boat ride out onto the Sea of Galilee. Putting myself there allowed me to better understand the region, the examples in Scripture, to put in color the picture the Bible lesson was describing. While we may not be able to physically visit the Holy Land today, our goal is the same, to place yourself in our lesson. What would be going through your mind as you lived through these chapters? This week we have listened to chapters 21 through 24 of Genesis. Let's explore what's taking place surrounding this lesson. But first, let us begin with prayer. Heavenly Father, blessed are they who hear the word of God and obey it. Amen. I want you to take a moment and imagine that you were Abraham. Close your eyes and picture his anguish. He is happily married to his beautiful bride. But years and years go by and still no children. This was their heart's desire, to raise a family together. Imagine all the praying, all the pleading. Remember, this is the man who wrestled with God in prayer over a sinful city. How much did he wrestle with God in the early years of his marriage over a child? Imagine Abraham whose name means exalted father. Holding your childless, tear-stained wife as she cries out, What is wrong with me? You shed tears with her as you see a ticking clock ready to strike midnight. Picture his anguish. then I want you to picture his joy. As God comes to you and says, your prayers, your heart's desire, yes, you, exalted Father, will have a child. In fact, you will have many children. So many descendants, you won't be able to count them all. It would be as fruitless of an endeavor as trying to count all the sands on a seashore or the stars on a starry-lit sky. I want you to imagine Abraham running and telling Sarah this, and the look on her face that you've never been able to see before as you tell her that she will be a mom, that this is God's promise to you. And then picture them waiting, waiting on God's timing, waiting on God's promise. One year might have been nerve-wracking, but didn't shake their resolve. Now two years, three years, five, 
10. God comes and reaffirms his promise and tells you to trust in his promises, to trust in his timing. But now 15 years, 20. You realize that the clock has struck midnight. There's no earthly way that you can have a child. 24 years pass. But the Lord comes to you and tells you that in one year's time, you will have a son. You laugh in joy. Sarah, understanding the clock, laughs in doubt. But in one year's time, you laugh together, staring at this newborn child you call laughter. The meaning of Isaac. Yes, picture Abraham's anguish. Picture his joy. Now picture his confusion. Genesis chapter 22. Can you imagine? What was Abraham's first thought? The very first thing that entered his mind when God told him to take his only son and go up on a mountain and offer him as a whole burnt offering to him. What would have been your first thought upon hearing those words if you were Abraham? You can't even comprehend it, can you? Can you wrap your mind around God's test for Abraham? A whole burnt offering symbolized complete commitment to God. God asked Abraham, Do you love me more than your son? Show me. If you struggle to wrap your mind around this, well, so did Abraham. He couldn't bring himself to tell Isaac. Scripture doesn't tell us if he told Sarah, but me personally, I doubt it. How could you have that conversation? Think about how long Abraham had to think about this. That first night, did he sleep at all? The trip up to the mountain took days. A lot of time to think. And Isaac's obvious question, I see everything we need for the sacrifice, but I don't see the sacrifice. How much did that cut Abraham? Could you imagine walking and stopping dead in your tracks when you hear this question from your son. And yet Abraham, Abraham's faith, he so clung to the promise that the book of Hebrews said that even as Abraham raised the knife, he trusted in the promise that God could even raise Isaac from the dead. This was his son, the son God promised the son that no matter what, God would keep safe. This was Abraham's faith. It's hard to imagine Abraham here. But it's harder to imagine God here, isn't it? How could you ask such a thing? Why did God ask for such a test? 
How do you not get angry at God here, right? Why would you put Abraham through this? Why would you put Isaac through this? How could you ask someone to sacrifice their own son? Who could possibly do such a thing? Who could carry out such a thing? His son. His only son whom he loved. To be offered as a sacrifice to show complete commitment. You see the lesson here, don't you? Who could do such a thing? God did. His son. His only son who he loved. Offered as a sacrifice to show his complete commitment. This is what God did for Abraham. And for you and me. A substitute was found for Isaac. A ram in the thicket. A substitute was found for us as well. God's only son. Offered on a cross. To show God's complete commitment to you. The boundless love of God. Showed in the most unimaginable, incomprehensible way. In the strongest of terms beyond what we could even think about doing ourselves, God has shown this love for you. And the results of that love. Jesus' sacrifice on the cross showed complete commitment from God and the complete removal of sins from us. When we struggle with God's timing, when we waver at God's promises. This is the story you need to go back to. And remember, look and see the complete commitment God has to you, his love for you, his forgiveness for you. And trust like Abraham in your father's loving promises. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells, W-E-L-S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.